Random Inks Productions presents the Credible Nerds Podcast with your hosts, Justin and Mark. What's and up, Blake and Nathan. Nerd? where it's what's up mandalorians <laughs> it's something a little more interesting where we're just sitting here instead of just us standing here looking at it you're other. recording this are you yeah yeah <laughs> let's do it so but yeah welcome mandalorian fans and star wars fans to the credible nerds podcast today we are reviewing chapter 13 of the mandalorian the jedi and hopefully you've seen it by now it's been couple years <laughs> you've had a chance you've had your chance so spoiler alert you might learn something new if you haven't seen it but uh yeah we're just getting into it with the jedi and definitely thank you for watching our youtube channel listening to our audio podcast and we want to invite you to subscribe to our youtube channel and like the video subscribe engage with us make some comments all that fun stuff. We really appreciate it. It doesn't cost you anything. Helps us out. You get alerted to future podcast episodes that we put out there. So hopefully you're able to do that and support us that way. We'd really appreciate it. So my name is Justin and I am here with my fellow Mandalorians, Blake and Nathan. What's up? Hey, hey. And we're back. We're doing a Mandalorian review show. Uh, up until just um, a couple episodes ago, I think season two, well, the last season, or the last chapter of season one, we started doing the video stuff here on YouTube, but everything prior to that is just on our audio feed, so definitely check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you do your podcast catcher at, we'll be there. So definitely listen to previous episodes if you haven't already, but we're here to talk the Jedi. Um, for me, it was a big moment. Um, watched the Clone Wars since the movie came out in... I don't know, 2007, 2009, I can't remember what it was. But um, there are some characters that were introduced in that uh, animated show that were revealed here, and as well as the last episode, um, the C, no, two episodes ago with uh, the heiress. Yep. Mm -hmm. So we're getting some crossover. Dave Filoni was involved in the Clone Wars. He's now heavily involved in the Mandalorian. So I'm not sure if this is like his dream come true where he's bringing all his animated characters that he helped create with George Lucas into this live action format. So that, but it certainly seems that way. Uh, for you guys, The Jedi, we first heard about the title. Let's say you're watching it for the first time. The title card comes up, The Jedi. What do you guys think? What's on, what are you thinking who The Jedi is? Well, right off the bat, I think it's Luke, you know? Mm. Like, oh, you know, Return of the Jedi, it's Luke. Yeah, it's got to be but, Luke. Yeah, that was... Well, I mean, I have to think back. And I think it was probably... I probably thought it was either him or Ahsoka. Okay. Um, so you were aware of Ahsoka a little yeah, bit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Blake, how, what was your knowledge of Ahsoka before this episode? Oh, not not a lot. Not a lot. I didn't watch the Clone Wars. So, you know, I, I didn't have a lot of knowledge of her yet. Okay. I think that was the general fan was like maybe they've heard of him heard of her or didn't or not um so it was interesting to see people's reaction to that you know is it luke i thought it might be luke like yeah. two episodes prior they're like you got to find the jedi and have grogu trained right 
Yeah. Yeah, I thought of, I was hoping it would be Luke, but I thought it probably would be more more likely to be Ahsoka. Um, although I didn't really watch the Clone Wars, um, I did kind of read a lot of the wikis, uh, Star Wars Wikipedias, and uh, also just kind of followed other uh, social media YouTube channels that talked about okay. you know, all of the canon. And so well, I try to keep up with all that stuff. Yeah. Well, and I kind of thought it was Luke because... I mean, Yoda and Luke and having mm, it come yeah. a little bit full circle. and Yeah. Uh, so, anyway. So, do you follow the Credible Nerds on Instagram? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of them. <laughs> Who are those guys? Okay. What's Instagram? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, could have been Luke. There was some rumblings that it was Ahsoka. Any other ideas or thoughts? Like, who's this Jedi? Or it could just be uh, a, a new character we don't mm. know um yeah. that were or or a kind of a fringe jedi character we've heard a name in canon thrown around but not seen on any kind of live action screen or animation or who knows I, yeah yeah just yeah. real i mean i was open to anything yeah that would have been cool to have a whole new character we've never even heard but heard of before like grogu right we didn't yeah. know who he was till the show yeah but yeah so it ends up being ahsoka basically what happens is Mandalorian and Baby Yoda fly into this planet. It looks pretty desolate. They land outside of the city. They go in. They talk to the magistrate. And um, the magistrate's like, hey, Mandalorian, hey, I need you. I need to have a job for you, and I'll pay you with this Beskar staff. That's important for Mandalorians. Beskar's worth a lot of money. So he decides to do that. He tracks down the Jedi, finds out it's Ahsoka, he has Grogu with him, and this is where we actually find out Grogu's name for the first time. Is in yeah. this this scene? We'll we'll get into the specifics a little bit later, but um, they come to an agreement that they'll go back and they'll trick the magistrate, this leader who's oppressing the people, and uh, they they'll both get what they want in the sense that Ahsoka will find out the information she needs. And then he can talk to her. Another thing, hey, you do this for me. Well, and this is the double deal, <laughs> the double deal. So I knew you would love this one. Yeah. Yeah. Not one, but two deals in one episode. Right. Yeah. Sure, I'll help you if you help me do something. <laughs> and then you got to help Grogu. I, uh, and they're like, hey, I was sent here to do this. And they're like, oh, really? Well, I got a deal for you. Yeah, the double deal episode. So they're up in the ante on this, this one. Yeah. Twice the twice the deal, twice the fun. <laughs> so they're able to, you know, pull this one over on the magistrate, defeat her, get the information, and then uh, the crux or the the climax of the show is Mandalorian asking Ahsoka to train Grogu so his mission can be complete. But then she declines, so yeah. and gives him another breadcrumb. Hey, you got to go to this planet, and there you could find some answers potentially. Yeah. Yeah, go to this planet where there's an ancient Jedi ruins. Yeah, that was intriguing. Put Grogu on a rock yeah. and have him... The seeing stone, I believe. Yeah, the seeing yeah. stone mm -hmm. and reach out yep. with the Force. Yeah, and that was a new concept we hadn't really seen before or yeah. heard of before. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, that's the gist of it. But uh, initially, the episode starts with Ahsoka trying to infiltrate this city um, and... She's there's a lot of smoke, it's dark. She turns her lightsabers on. You see her kill a guard, disappear, show up behind another one. Very mysterious. 
shows her lethality and um, her deceptiveness and all these things that I didn't really associate with a Jedi or a light side force user before. What do you guys think about this opening scene where she's just killing these guys and talks to the magistrate, hey, you better do this or I'm going to kill you. You got one day to decide. I mean, it, the at least like the visuals were very cool. She's going through kind of the, you know, the smoky, foggy woods and, and uh, you know, those lightsabers turning on and off and yeah. chopping people in half and trees <laughs> in half. And, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it reminded me of like you know, like an old World War One movie, you know, where the battlefield and the, mm-hmm. they're in the trenches, and then there's some, and it's all smoky, and and but but in this case, you've got you know the one lone soldier creeping across the field. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of curious, her her lightsabers, the color, they were really kind of white. They were white. Yeah. I, is that what am I was I seeing things or or is that correct? That's correct. Were they always white? That didn't seem that seemed new to me. Mm-hmm. Well, in the started off in Rebels, I believe, where okay. she when she left the Jedi order, she had her I don't she I don't think she took her lightsaber with her. I think she left them behind and then she created new ones and then she shows up in Rebels and they're white. And so, two yeah, with two. She's Where always, before she didn't she always just uh, use one, or she always a well, double lightsaber. Initially, either? in the first season of Clone Wars, maybe the second, she just had one. But as the show went on, she gained a second one. Oh, okay, a s- shorter, smaller one. Um, but they were blue back then when she was with the Jedi Order. Mm-hmm. And then this one, I think it signifies she's not Jedi, she's not Sith, because they're not red. Or green or blue. Yeah, and is there some significance on that, uh, following that? Because, of course, we all know originally there was blue, green, and red, right? Mm. Blue and green, light side, red, um, the Sith. And then, of course, we had Mace Windu, got a purple one. And and has there been other colors, or is this the first time now we see white lightsabers other than the dark saber, but, mm. which is kind of a one-off thing? Yeah. Well, there was the yellow one in... The Rise of Skywalker with Rey. Right. Which is after this. Which is after this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's also a throwback to episode four, the initial release. Luke, when he was tra- training on the Millennium Falcon spe- more specifically, it didn't come out as like blue. It was more whitish. Yeah. But I always thought that was just due to production right. and special effects. And over time, they just never could really get it. Yeah. Like the way it to look the way they wanted it to look. Yeah. But I think it's a behind the scenes fan nod to okay. hey, remember this <laughs> type yeah. thing. But I also think it is I think it's like in the story wise, it's more like she's not light side dark say she's yeah. just a force user. Hmm. Well to answer your earlier or on your earlier thought about, you know, her sneaking around as opposed mm-hmm. to just kinda like walking up to the gate and saying, Here I am, let me in or else mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't. Re- it didn't really bother me. I didn't think about it till you just brought it up. But um, since you did, I, I think this is probably obviously we're not coming in at the beginning of this. Right. There probably has already been multiple attempts or meetings, and now she's kind of like. Ex- I got the impression that they already knew she's that that she was there. And this, she's kind of like testing their defenses and maybe even kind of like picking them off one by one. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and until she can get to the point where she feels like she can actually get in and get the information she's looking for right. or whatever it is at this point we she needs because we don't know mm-hmm. or maybe maybe a little bit of an intimidation factor because yeah. she gives her that ultimatum so it's like you know i can come through you guys like swiss cheese so <laughs> yeah 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 you Good got points. a day because yeah. she does she takes them out the guys on the outside and then they do talk right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it was just curious that it's titled The Jedi, and it ends up being Ahsoka, and um, she's not a Jedi. She clearly states in the show, or in the animated show, I'm no Jedi. Mm-hmm. And that was 20 years prior to this. So so in the episode, though, she's like, you know, well, let me think about it. I'll train him. And then she, oh, we're going to get to this, but as she kind of works with Grogu, you know, I, I don't know that. I was a little confused by that too. She may say she's not a Jedi, but I mean, yeah, that's she, like that's like I'm not a 49ers fan <laughs> right now. But you were a Steve Young fan. But I'm still a 49ers fan. <laughs> it just doesn't leave. Yeah, yeah. she may not claim it, but yeah. you 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 are. Right? Yeah, she was raised that way. Yeah, indoctrinated you, with the Jedi. Yeah, stuff. and you, you know you're still carrying around lightsabers mm-hmm. and. As and if you left, if you weren't a Jedi, then why are you trying to go out and do things that would help keep peace? Which it, what it appears she's doing, right? Yeah. And why just bury your lightsabers in the sand? Yeah, <laughs> move on. But let's all go get some uh, metal detectors and yeah. go out to Tatooine, right? To look the for Lars Homestead. <laughs> just yeah. start look for lightsabers, yeah. and then just yeah, live in a hut and you know on Dagobah. Yeah. And hide out like everybody else yeah. does, right? Yeah. So I mean, come on, you know. Yeah. For someone who says you're not a you're not a Jedi, you're sure doing a lot of Jedi things. Mm-hmm. I read something a while back, like back when it first came out, about Dave Filoni saying that he recognized that, and that you could say the Jedi lost their way in you know during the final days of the old Republic of the New Republic. No, the Republic. Yeah, just the plain Republic. And so she was more Jedi than they were because she stood up for her values and walked away from the corrupt order. I don't know. It just seemed like a lot of dancing around like language. Yeah. Well, know. and she's kind of like just saying like, well, I'm, there are no Jedi, right? Because the order, mm-hmm. it's all kind of just broken up and fallen pieces. And the Jedi is not defined by a person who uses the force, but more like a group who's organized and this and that. And, yeah. And so she's probably like, well, there are, I'm no Jedi because there are no Jedi because the Jedi order is gone, gone yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I'd be curious. Uh, this is obviously a backdoor pilot for the upcoming Ahsoka series. It comes out next year. And this is the first look at the live action Ahsoka. So that was pretty cool. Uh, when this happened, we all, it was kind of rumored before, <laughs> but once this happened, we kind of knew that this show was going to be coming up. And to look forward to it. So, um, as far as I hope they explore that, you know, is she a Jedi? Is what's what's up with the Jedi Order? Luke's obviously still around, and we see them together later on in uh, Book of Boba Fett. So I hope they kind of define that, even just loosely, even if it's just dialogue, or they don't even have to go somewhere to, yeah. to the academy. But hope they define it. So that'd be cool. Yeah. But so that's just the opening scene. Um, then Mando shows up with Grogu, talks to the magistrate, um, and gets she tasks him with the mission to go kill Ahsoka 
and she will pay him with the Beskar staff. Spear. Spear. Yeah. Yeah. That was a pretty badass spear, I thought. It was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pure Beskar. Um, yeah. Now, it was at this time that I learned that a lightsaber couldn't cut through Beskar. Was right. that previously known, or was that something that was revealed in I think this it was, series? I think it was the series. Okay. Because I, I there really wasn't a lot of Mandalorian stuff before this show. Mm-hmm. They'd pop up here and there, um, but I don't think that's ever been explored till now. Okay. I was curious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, even the Beskar armor, I think. Maybe that was around, but as far as what that looks like, what that means, I don't recall much about it. Yeah, because there seems to be a lot of emphasis or talking about his armor, which almost to the point where it's not even common for a Mandalorian to have a full suit of armor made out of Beskar. Yeah. Um, And... uh, it doesn't appear that Boba Fett's armor was right, so or is so. So it's not. It's not just that he has Beskar armor, or it's it's that. Well, that basically it doesn't appear even for a Mandalorian that armor is rare too. Yeah, so. yeah. So uh, he he takes the mission. I think he knew at this point he wasn't going to kill her. Oh yeah, he was just getting information. He's just kind of filling it out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> So he, they give it's funny they like well here she is here's the coordinates <laughs> like, well, why don't you just like go over there and ambush her or something I don't right know if you know where she is so she, he goes over there and they duel a little bit and this is where we see the lightsaber resistant to the best car and uh, they're they got some pretty cool images there with the the dueling um, and then she sees Grogu she's like who's that you know yeah and this is kind of the moment we'd all been waiting for because. She, we were wondering, does she know him from the temple? Like, oh, yeah, you know, hey, it's Grogu. I haven't seen mm-hmm. him for 20 years. What's he been up to? Yeah, type thing. And it didn't appear that she knew him. No, she knew of him. No, I don't was even af- think that was after. Yeah, I don't even think she knew of him. I yeah. think she just talks to him and finds out. The, yeah, the little mind, mind meld or whatever. <laughs> Easy there. <laughs> don't want to don't, don't don't cross streams. streams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so she hadn't known him. She does the the force communication thing, and that's when we learn he grew up in the temple. He was raised in the temple, and I thought that was interesting. Yeah, until the Clone Wars, then he was spirited away. Well, yeah, and then and then it kind of refers to you know somebody snuck him out to safety, and and then I wondered, oh, I wonder who that is if they'll ever explore that because even I mean they've done a lot of. you know, flashbacks for other things, but but nothing for Grogu yet. Mm-hmm. So I wonder. I think we'll see something. Yeah. I mean, I hope we do. I mean, even if it's just a little bit of fan service, you know, it doesn't have to be some big character. But it would be interesting to see him in the temple and doing something. Yeah, I think we see that in Book of Boba Fett. I know we see younglings mm-hmm. and... Uh, and Anakin, you know, there's additional scenes of Anakin and stormtroopers. That's Obi Wan. That's uh, from Obi Wan. Oh, is that from Obi Wan? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. my bad. But it's the same time. Yeah. Because I think we do see something with Grogu. We don't see what's going on other than stormtroopers attacking younglings, and he's there, and that's all we see, if I remember correctly. Yeah. But do they show anything like that in this series? Not in. I don't think or in, Book of Boba Fett. I think it's Bo- Book of Boba Fett. Mm. They show that finally. Mm. 
So, um, spoiler alert for that. (laughs) Imagine if there's a fan out there waiting for us to do a podcast before they watch the episode. (laughs) Sorry, guy. Sorry, one guy. It's going to be a while, (laughs) buddy. We just spoiled Book of Boba Fett for you. Too funny. But. Hope you like Vespas. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, she learned, we learned his name. She's like. Yeah, Grogu. And he's like, Grogu? Yeah. (laughs) So, So, honest, the moment you heard the word Grogu, were you like, oh. What? (laughs) Yeah. Or were you like, Well, even even Mandalorian called him kid right after. He's like, no, kid. (laughs) She's like, his name's Grogu. (laughs) I didn't like it. Yeah. I kind of still don't like it. You still don't like it. It's gotten, it's grown on me because it's been two years. Yeah. However long it's been. But, yeah, I don't not it's like grown it on me. Yeah. What are you going to do? You, I almost prefer Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. I, I don't. Know, right? I actually don't like Baby Yoda. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't like Baby Yoda because he's not Yoda's baby. <laughs> first as far as of we all, know. Right? I'm Could pretty be. sure. Yoda and Yaddle. Yoda and Yaddle. I don't know. So Yoda. Or, <laughs> That's not an image I want in my head. I so know, right? Let's not talk about that. <laughs> I just can't. I don't like Baby Yoda and I don't like, yeah. And I don't even like, he's a 50, he's supposed to be like 50 yeah. years old. Yeah. And yeah, I'm not, okay. not a fan. Grogu it is, even though it's not my favorite. Yeah. But my wife loves calling him Baby Yoda. So is mine. Just yeah. because he looks like a baby. And yeah. they want him to be like a baby. And yeah. they think the Mandalorian's carrying around like, like a, a baby. Like a baby. Yeah. You know, and and they <laughs> think it's like a, that's, you know, if, if, if Grogu or Baby Yoda wasn't in the Mandalorian, I'm pretty sure my wife wouldn't watched it yeah she'd be like yeah not interested no thanks yeah because when book of boba fett started it was like my wife was like i don't like this show there's no baby yoda (laughs) where's baby yoda (laughs) and then when they showed up later in the series she's like see see how much better the show is (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. i i don't i mean when i can tell you when i was a kid and in empire when luke lands on Dagobah, mm-hmm. and he's like, I'm here to see this master Jedi. His name is Yoda. Or, or and he's like, or he says, I'm here to, to meet a master Jedi. And, and at the time, he's like, oh, you want Yoda. Mm-hmm. You're here to see Yoda. Yeah. And you're just kind of like, Yoda. And then I was like, okay, whatever. Of course, you know, I was, I don't know, eight, seven, eight years old. But then when the reveal, when Yoda reveals, it's like, and you're and it's him you're like i'm expecting this like knight yeah. jedi knight six feet muscle guy. muscle guy with the cloak and the whole night you're like a young obi-wan kenobi kind of a looking guy and it's this little green alien and i'm like how is this little thing supposed to teach yeah. luke how to use a lightsaber and do all these moves you, and, you were introspective about things i was like all right cool yeah <laughs> i was I, a little i did not overthink he sounds like fozzy bear <laughs> yeah he's awesome <laughs> i was a little i remember being a kid going that's that's the jedi bastards but i'm like i was just a little like this i was it was underwhelming i yeah. would say you know but you know, you move. But then when he lifts the spaceship out of the yeah. loop, you know, and then you're like, okay, he's pretty cool. Yeah. I've never been a big Yoda fan, to be honest. Oh, yeah. You know, self-disclosure here. Um, I thought he was fine in Empire because, again, you know, I was eight, nine, whatever. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it was fine. But as I grew up to be a teenager and adult, the prequels came out. I've never liked Yoda. Not a fan. Mm-mm. You're not anti-Yoda. No, no. He, he just gives his students bad advice. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They mess up. Yeah. Because he tells them to do the wrong thing. So. Yeah. Uh, I remember the scene when he fights Count Dooku. Uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah. It was yeah. pretty cool. But, was... I mean, it was pretty slick. But I know uh, the pre, you know, in episode one, they used uh, a puppet, a puppet yeah. and it did not look no, good. No. Yeah, it was like there was something a young, <laughs> a young puppet Yoda did yeah. not, and his ears were weird. weird and vibrating, and he had a little more. I don't know. It just it didn't look good. So I was glad that they went to a CGI Yoda. Yeah. It actually looked a lot better. But I don't know if I was a fan of all the flipping around thing. Oh, dude. I loved it. I was like, <laughs> I was like, it's a little finally, excessive. Man, he's letting loose. And I was, I would have liked to have seen him really kick Dooku's butt, not killed him for the sake of the story, but just be like, you know, Dooku would be like, whoa. Cut off yeah. his arm or something. Yeah, do something. Like, like I'm no match for you. And mm-hmm. he, he hightails it out of here. And because we want to see, that's what we're all, we want to see Yoda in his prime, right? Yeah. Which, and, you know, he's supposed to be the Jedi of all Jedi, at least for the ones that are around that we know of, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I just thought all the flipping around was a little unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, while you're flipping around in the air, nothing's, he's just standing there watching you. Know, like, oh. Uh, Again, yeah. man, you just overthink this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was one too many flips. <laughs> Guilty. Okay, that third flip, I don't get it. It's just ruined it for me. Not, not going to happen. Well, well. That's why we're here. So just think if we got a prequel Yoda, like a way back Yoda story, and he was like the loser of the Jedi. <laughs> like no one liked him. And, but then he like, like tattoos. He's getting bullied. Yeah. <laughs> and then he like hatches a plan to kill all those guys and take over. He's the mastermind then, of everything. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Yeah. Anyway, so Grogu, we don't like the name. Well, I don't mind it. Right. I don't hate it, but. Yeah, you don't see it on a lot of T-shirts. No. <laughs> yeah, you still see. They the, still see Baby Yoda, the child, baby the, chi- Yoda. Yeah. the child. Yeah. yeah, Grogu. It doesn't really roll off the. No. Doesn't sound very babyish. Like, oh, look at cute little Grogu. It sounds like look at the cute goat. Yeah. I did. I did ask uh, Brighton, my eight-year-old, uh-huh. while we were watching this, will you name your first baby Grogu? And she's like, no. <laughs> and then she felt bad. She said, I'll name my second Grogu. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we learn his name, uh, where he's from. His mind goes dark, so we don't know how he got from the temple to where we ended up at the, the show. How convenient. Yeah. That's a mind. I can't remember. I have amnesia. It's a trope that, I don't know. They better explain that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because she says, you know, trauma. I've, I sense a lot of fear, and then yeah. there's this dark spot. So, yeah, hopefully they explore that. Yeah. So then they're gonna they the next day she trains him and with the stone he he doesn't take to Ahsoka. Yeah. Doesn't I don't know if he trusts doesn't trust her. We don't really get his dialogue or thoughts or anything, so just have to go off what she's saying. And the impression I got was he's just not interested. Yeah. He, uh, that's he's she's trying to like, you know, do the rock, show the rock to me and, and it, he didn't even tr- it's not it's not that he couldn't do it. He just was like, I don't want to do this. I'm yeah. not interested. Yeah, I have access. I'm force sensitive, but 
I don't want anything to do with the Jedi and doing all this. Yeah. That's the that's the impression yeah. I got. If it was a blue macaroon, I think you would have taken. <laughs> it. Yeah, 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 totally interesting. Yeah, but he does he does it with uh, Mandalorian, right? Yeah, Din Djarin. He had they have the ball. There's the connection there that she talked about, and there's the attachment to him, which mm. the prequels taught us. Attachment is forbidden. It leads to the dark side. So once you see that, at least for me, I was like, oh, is he going to, what's he going to do? Are we going to see a character who can have attachments and still be successful as a light side user? Or are we going to see him fall to the dark side and <laughs> all the people that love Grogu is going to be all of a sudden, he's going to be killing people and <laughs> choke, force choking people. Spinning, jumping off walls, spinning around <laughs> yeah. with a is he gonna mini go dark? lightsaber. Yeah. So. I don't know. Do you, I mean, I don't not to get on too much of a tangent, but the whole attachment thing, to think that you can't have an attach. first of all, obviously they have attachments, right? Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan, Kenobi, and Anakin had an attachment, of course now, and Obi-Wan didn't go dark. Anakin had lots of attachments, but I, mm-hmm. I don't think you, I don't think that's possible to yeah. not have an attachment with another being. Um, so you just have to be mindful that if you do, when you start having attachments that you just have to keep it in perspective. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. Just like real life. Just like real life. <laughs> I hope they are able to show that the whole attachment thing was a wrong, bad idea. This is going back to your Yoda. Yoda is a bad teacher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I hope they prove that you can have Positive, healthy attachments. Not or just, get jealous. Or just like before a big fight went, you know, like relationships yeah. are bad. Like like Mickey taught Rocky. <laughs> yeah, tell us about that, Blake. That's the other podcast. Women weaken the legs. <laughs> yeah. So. That and uh, 24... Uh, 24... Uh, uncooked raw eggs for breakfast in the morning <laughs> i just, did that as a kid just, me too just guzzle it oh no i didn't do 24 i did like five. <laughs> oh no that was, that was enough <laughs> did you do it once or did you do it i did it a couple of times and then i was like oh, <laughs> right gross. before a, right before a big run up some stairs <laughs> no i just yeah. did because i didn't want to cook i was too lazy <laughs> I was like, oh, no. it's the same thing right oh. still eggs yeah <laughs> salmonella poisoning here yeah. it comes yeah, I was lucky I didn't get that. But anyway, um, so Ahsoka's like, well, I, we got to take care of this magistrate chick first. So here comes the double deal. <laughs> the double deal. Double uh, trouble. They don't really tell us what it is, but yeah, a Mandalorian and a Jedi working together, they'll never see it coming. Yeah. So they hatch a plan. Uh, Ahsoka infiltrates through the front gate, basically, um, and confronts the magistrate and... Uh, they, she runs and hides in her building and then, uh, everybody takes off after her. Mandalorian shows up to defend the gates and it was, it was interesting. They had those prisoners in those cages. Yeah. I don't know if there was a purpose to that other than just showing us that, Hey, this magistrate isn't a nice person. Yeah. Just one of those fear things. Yeah. You know, I thought it was a cool visual. Yeah. Cause it was. We've seen guys or people in cages before, but these are like Star Wars. Yeah. Cages, so it was kind of cool. Um, yeah. And then the the her mercenary, was he a hired guy, do you think? Or was he just like a local? 
He seemed like a, he seemed like he knew what he was doing. Or like was a he, hired gun? Or, or was something. he like an out of towner that she had hired yeah. to be like private security kind of a thing? That's the kind of impression I got. Kind of run, help her, enfor- like her enforcer kind yeah. of guy. Yeah. And Michael I got Bean. I got to say, when I saw it was Michael Bean, I thought, I hope we get a Carl Weathers thing here, and <laughs> yeah. he's around for a while because. Growing up in the 80s, Michael Bean, man. Terminator, yeah. Navy SEALs. Yeah, totally. Aliens. Aliens. Yeah. That's a good dude. Yeah. I was, I was sad to see him go quickly. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to have seen him uh, have a little bit of, come on, man, we're all, <laughs> we're all going to die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would have been good. That would have been funny. Ahsoka and Mando comes through the gate, and he's just like, turns and runs. We're all going to die. <laughs> we got to get out of here. Yeah. That would have been hilarious. Yeah. So uh, they're able to dispatch. There was a cool one of my favorite scenes. We'll we'll put up here, where she shows up behind um, the two guards, and you just see the lightsaber ignites, and she's standing there. Yeah, that was a pretty cool scene. It so, was. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. Would you guys think about her lightsaber skills from the beginning, the opening scene, all the way through to the end, where she's dueling the magistrates and ends up overcoming her? What do you think about her? fighting ability i think uh, she probably could have defeated that magistrate a lot easier and more easily than if she wanted to i don't know if that they made it look like she was holding back but i can only assume that based off of what i know about ahsoka and what we've seen she should have been able to pretty much take her out pretty yeah. pretty quickly pretty easily i mean she went toe-to-toe with general grievous when yeah. she was uh, like 12 yeah <laughs> so so yeah, but I was okay with. I was like whatever, but I I, did, I didn't I didn't I think she was just kind of like showing her that I you know I can handle you quite easily. But bring it on, let's see, let's do this kind of a thing. She yeah. did lose a lightsaber into the water though. Really? I mean, are lightsabers do they work if they get wet? Yeah. <laughs> or do you have to put them in like a bag of rice, otter box, and just hope? <laughs> just buy an otter box for them. Yeah. Um. I thought it was pretty good. I, I do think she was, uh, like you said, I don't know, holding back, but I yeah. wasn't concerned that she was going to lose no. against someone with a spear, regardless if it's best guard or not. The magistrate clearly appeared like she was scared. I mean, she seemed like she was scared to me. Like, Yeah. yeah. She knew what she was doing, but she knew, I felt she knew she was unmatched. She, I felt like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So here uh, she's able to confront this uh, person and disarm her. And we hear why, what information she's looking for. Grand Admiral Thrawn. Dun, dun, dun. Her boss, the magistrate's boss. And uh, had you guys heard of Grand Admiral Thrawn before? I had. Um, and I thought it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, oh, awesome. This <laughs> yeah. is aw- This is going to be awesome. Yeah. Where are they, whatever it looks like, we, we've got so many different avenues we can take on this and and expand and avenues that can just make it bigger and grow it bigger yeah right yeah were you did you know who he was Blake? no no i i i didn't so did that bring about any curiosity it did for you? it did i'm like okay well something else to unwind here <laughs> yeah. that's pretty cool yeah but so yeah oh, we should see the live action version of grand animal thrawn in uh the ahsoka series yeah. Um, so that'd be awesome. But I would really like to see, you know, in the ma- him be a Mandalorian thing, you know, and Mandalorian kind of like, kind of starts be- 
be less of an isolated bounty hunter kind of a guy and kind of gets like Han Solo kind of gets roped into the, like this new mm. kind of uh, 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 rebellion, if you will, or or at least, you know, outer rim kind of fight thing where he works with the Alliance and keeps, you know, you know, makes instead of him just kind of like, oh, that's your guys' problem. I'm going to stay out of it, but we'll yeah. see. Yeah. Well, there is rumors that all these uh, live action shows, they're calling it the Favreau-verse, mm-hmm. uh, will tie in together. That's Mandalorian setting up a story, Ahsoka setting up a story, Book of Foba Fett is setting up a story, and then when they bring it all, they'll bring it all together at the end. Yeah. And like this, I don't know if it's a series or a movie or what. Now, remind me, have did they or did they not say there would be a season? Did they say season three was the end for Mandalorian? Or did they say there'd be one more? I don't remember. I don't get the impression that season three is the end. Yeah. And I don't remember them saying. I mean, Grogu's going to be a kid for like another 50 years. <laughs> At yeah. least. Yeah. He's going to get his own series. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> when he talks, do you think it'll be like Yoda or... Is Yoda the the odd one? I yeah, I think I think Yoda learned English all on his own, and that's yeah. just you know he probably learned it from someone who didn't speak it very yeah. well. Yeah, I don't Do, think it's species specific. Do you think they'll be able to help themselves though? <laughs> I mean, when he talks, I'm... it'll probably be like he'll say something Yoda ask, and we're like, oh, and then it'll be like, <clears throat> oh, sorry, there you go. sorry, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, could go I don't know where that. that came from. <laughs> yeah. Do you mind a cup of tea? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's all British. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're proper. Yeah. Cheers, mate. <laughs> so, God save the queen. But uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn, he's a big threat. There was There's some books out there. I think there's at least six books that are currently canon. Um, a lot of books prior to the pre-Disney buyouts with Grand Admiral Thrawn where he was introduced. His he was introduced actually in a book series in the '90s that was con- supposed to be a continuation of what happens after Return of the Jedi, kind of mm. a non-movie continuation, unofficial. I don't know, but that's where I was first introduced to him. It was an amazing series back in the day, and then they brought him back, which is great. Um, if, if you watch Star Wars Rebels, he shows up there for the first time. If you just want to watch the last episode or maybe the last two episodes of Rebels, you'll get kind of what happened to him and where he, okay. why they're looking for him now. Gotcha. So I just looked it up and there is, they have announced that there will be a Mando season four. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good. They're filming, they'll start filming this December. Sweet. Uh, yeah, so that'd be good. Uh, I think season three will be the diversion to go, go to Mandalore. Uh, he will kind of establish himself as the leader, even though he doesn't want to be. I think he will end up being the leader of Mandalore. All of Mandalorians will come back, join him, and then they will fight against Thrawn and his forces, or maybe the em- the remnants of the Empire, and they'll defeat the Empire. Something what, like that. Yeah. What's interesting is they're saying it'll start filming December 22, but it has an anticipated release date of October 2024. Oh, geez. <laughs> so I'm thinking there we're going to have, they're going to be in, in between though, in between season three and season four, we'll have other, this Ahsoka series. Yeah. Yeah. And they won't over, they won't be out at the same time. 
Yeah. And that's probably a marketing thing because they don't they want to keep the, those subscriptions yeah, yeah. going, right? Yeah. If we, we you know they don't want to dump them all out at once, otherwise once it's done we're it's over and yeah for all the people are saying well i'll just get it when it's over and i'll binge it yeah it's not they're actively yeah yeah Yeah. actively planning against that that's a long time that that grogu puppet's gonna look like those stranger things kids (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's gonna be old you'll have a a (laughs) 28 year old in junior high 20 year old 28 year old puppet (laughs) trying to play it hey buddy you're supposed to be a sophomore in high school (laughs) yeah I'll have a goatee next season. Yeah. Right. Grown facial hair. He's not a baby anymore. Well, I mean, uh, how old is Yoda? 800 years, 900 years? 900. 900, yeah. So, I mean, if he's only 50, I mean, he's not even a yeah. day old, you know, basically. Yeah. They need him to be like at least two or 300 years old before he can learn to talk, probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's going it's to be a long haul. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, overall, the episode, I thought, uh, was really good. Um, I do want to talk about some things to get your guys' opinions. Uh, as far as Rosario Dawson playing Ahsoka, I didn't like that. I don't think yeah. she's the right actress for it. Oh, yeah? I didn't buy it. Yeah. I, I've never thought she was a great actress. <laughs> that, just too. Just all together. But, <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't but, I mean, harsh, but yeah. I don't know. Once, once she kind of, I don't know. Once once she was in the role, I was fine with it, but I probably would have never picked her. Yeah, so I'm surprised. I'm gonna put you on the spot then. Who would you pick? Mm. I think my answer for everything is Jessica Alba. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I I don't see Jessica Alba running around with all that makeup on. But I think for me, I was initially mad that they didn't choose the voice actress Ashley Eckstein for it. Mm. Um, she did a great job as the voice actress. She has some acting skills. I can understand why they didn't though, because they wanted to have a more established, more polished actress. I guess you could say, because it is going to be a major it's be role. Its own yeah, series. So why do you think they picked her? Do you think they picked her because of like certain physical features? I think it's part of it, yeah. yeah and she just kind of already has a natural, her face kind of already nat- naturally kind of looks like Ahsoka, maybe. I, I don't, I'm I'm not implying anything. I honestly don't know. Right. I think parts of it, parts of her face does, but I don't think her, maybe it's kind of a, a prequels type thing where they're like, well, the acting's terrible. Well, it's not that they're bad actors, it's the script and the directing. It's probably at fault. So the voice in the animated series, who? Ashley Eckstein. David Eckstein's wife from baseball fame. But uh, in watching her in this show, in this episode, and maybe it'll change once we get to the Ahsoka series, I didn't feel her acting was up to par with um, the character. I thought it was too... It was just off. Well, it was kind of... It wasn't... Um, compared to the animated series, from what I have seen, it was kind of lackluster, right? The delivery yeah. was just kind of like, yeah, like very, you know, just boring, boring. Yeah, <laughs> just kind of like very, very like, hey, yeah, hi. <laughs> it was, His name's know, Grogu. Yeah, it, <laughs> there wasn't a lot of emotion yeah. in it, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I get that. I get mm-hmm. that. I, I could see that. And I don't think it is. Part of it is, is like I don't get. I don't think it's the director's fault because it's Dave Filoni who directed this episode. 
And he directed those voice actors in the animated series. Yeah. And he knows he basically created this character with George Lucas and established yeah. her. So he knows the character. Yeah, she seemed pretty reserved. I, and, I, and I get she's older, more experienced, more grizzled maybe. Yeah. But I didn't, it didn't sell for me. Gotcha. I was very disappointed in her acting. I loved seeing her on screen and live action, but it just seemed off to me. So that's my take. Mm. Um, I did like the. the did you scene. start a petition? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm kind of like Blake. Well, it is what it is, and let's let's watch it. All those every you see on Facebook, whenever yeah. someone yeah, it's like it's like petition to get rid of this. I'm like, yeah. oh, is there really a petition? And who started it? And yeah. have you know and who do they send it to? Yeah, and have nine? How many? You got nine people who have signed it. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. It's so silly. But uh, I think about with your question of who who would I have picked yeah. instead, that is that's a difficult one because I I, I don't know. see Ashley Eckstein doing it. From what I think she has the it's the same issue with a lot of voice actors why they don't, they don't translate over to live action they just don't have that. And even TV actors type presence yeah. Or, yeah yeah that it thing you're like oh yeah that's a movie star. Or that's a movie actor as opposed to a, a TV star or a voice actor. Yeah, the you know they just command a screen presence, and yeah. I just I don't know her, but just looking at her, I yeah, don't. She's very nice, very bubbly, very great personality, awesome person. Yeah. I don't. It'd be hard. I would have per- liked to see it, but if it's if it would just been like one episode, okay, yeah, it could have been worse than this. Because you say that, and like I think to myself, like, like. I I feel like the same way about Angelina Jolie. Like she's just like when she was in Maleficent, I was just kind of like, this is not, this is boring. I mean, she's just kind of like her delivery was just very reserved and very like, I'm like, why do people think she's such a great actress? I don't get it. So, yeah. yeah. But I I don't know who I would pick. I think in a role like this though, you need somebody who can be believable in the action sequences, in the fight scenes. And, uh, yeah. you know, and also, you know, kind of have that factor, you know, that human factor too. I think that's kind of hard to find in, in actors and actresses, you yeah. know? Yeah. I don't know the actress's name, but the one that just popped in my, uh, mind that maybe would have been good was the girl from the Mission Impossible, um, uh, movies. Rebecca Ferguson? I'll have to look it up. Yeah. I'll look. I'll look it up. The girl in the yellow her. dress. Yeah, the girl in the <laughs> yellow <laughs> dress. Oh yeah, yeah. That's Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah, she's a. Let she's me see. Great. She's got the physicalities oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, that wasn't who I was thinking. Oh, of. were you thinking of? Uh, but Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah, she would be good in that. But she, but they got to be believable in the fighting. One of my biggest pet peeves is when a fight scene comes and it's either so cut up or. You know that you're like this is this isn't even the actor this is or the whatever, stunt person. or it is the stunt person, and you're just like, you know, like they're they're horrible at it. But yeah. I mean, that's why I don't like High School Musical because I can tell that Troy can't play basketball. Yeah. That's not Zach. <laughs> Who's this guy? That's hilarious. Yeah, and he can't play ball. No, <laughs> he's so white, whiter than me. 
I'm trying to find her. Anyways, but that uh, we'll have to come back to that next episode. The the magistrate, I looked her up. She kind of gave me a Michelle Yao yeah, kind of. She was great. And, and I was like, what? Where have I seen her? What is she? She's like been in. She's been in movies as a as a as a stunt double mm-hmm. all over the place. And fun fact, she. <laughs> It said that she was her last gig was she was the martial arts um, trainer for Melissa McCarthy in the movie Spy. <laughs> I was trying to remember the fight scenes in Spy. Yeah, I haven't even seen that movie. That needed a stunt coordinator, yeah. <laughs> a, a martial arts coordinator. But anyway, you haven't seen that movie. I haven't. Oh my gosh, have you seen it? No, I'm not a big Melissa McCarthy movie it watcher. Is, it is the best movie. She is hilarious. It is better so, than Rocky. It is so funny. We watch, we watched edited version with our kids, and they thought it was the funniest movie ever. It's good. It check okay. it out. She she is hilarious. She she cracks me up. But it's got Jason Statham in it. Oh, oh yeah. that's why so, I watched it. He is so. Isn't funny. your wife a big Jason Statham fan? My wife. Yeah. Or is that you? That's, <laughs> it's totally me. No, my wife loves Tom Hanks. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> So, but she, the, she wouldn't even know who Jason. The magistrate is. lady, uh, I really bought into her. I mean, she. I thought she was totally believable. I did not have that problem that I have. Yeah, with Ahsoka, as I did with her. I thought she was great. Isn't she like Bruce Lee's granddaughter? Or yeah, something? something like that. I yeah. mean, she's, she's got, got credentials, man. She yeah. knows how to kick people. Yeah. So I was. I thought that part. Michael Bean. He fit the role for what he oh, was yeah. doing. Yeah. I think because I think it was you have that contrast with her, with uh, Rosario Dawson, and then these guys who are good established actors. Yeah, and it just wasn't there. So, sorry, sorry for complaining. I'm trying not to, but um, then I liked the story elements. It was very Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um, you got the, you know, a lot of samurai movies have that opening with the hills, with the trees that were burned in a forest fire or something. Uh, you see that a lot, and then uh, you got the the village being oppressed by the leader, and so their lone samurai comes in and they defeat the the leader, and then the locals are able to rise up and take over to their town back. So very uh, tropish in the sense, not in a bad way, but it's stories we've seen before. And that's uh, if I had complaints about the Mandalorian, it would be that. That there's not a lot of original content, original story. It's like, hey, remember the Three Amigos with Steve Martin and Martin Short? We're gonna do that with uh, Mandalorian and Grief Karga. Yeah, and, you know that's what we're getting. And there's not a lot of originality that made Star Wars awesome back in the '70s and '80s. Right? Yeah. Yeah, there's, that's it, my one complaint. Nothing like it had been been done before, really, right? Broke, yeah. So, so I want to see original stories from season three because your first season, you're like, yeah, that's cool. I like the the twist, the interpretation um, to Star Wars, but then season two is kind of the same thing again, and I want that to change. We need what we need is a a triple deal. <laughs> to, is there a triple deal really, coming up to really raise the stakes <laughs> don't <laughs> oh man so overall I give this series or this show this episode this chapter an 8 
um, good storytelling, prove, tried and proven storytelling. No, no risks really. Introduction of Ahsoka was great. Introduction of the name of Grand Admiral Thrawn. Uh, we learned Grogu's name, a little bit of his story. Those, those, those type of elements. Yeah, I thought it was great. And of course, then when we saw it the first time, it, it was a big like we loved it, right? Yeah, we, we learned it was a, we learned Grogu's name. We saw Ahsoka. We hear you know Thrall's name. We see the fight. I mean, it was just like a really good episode. Yeah, not a bad episode. Yeah, yeah. The, the only thing, the only thing that I I didn't like is I finally felt like there was going to be this, like the Jedi storyline was going to really start to move forward, and mm-hmm. and then it was just a, another pit stop on yeah. the on the trip, and and I mean, and there was some context there and things like that, it, but I was kind of like, oh man, yeah, keep putting me off here. So they're putting the the football. Yeah. Okay, next week you're gonna you're gonna find the Jedi next week, but then we don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, I think yeah, next week the they go to the planet Tython to find the old Jedi temple, find the Seer Stone, put Grogu on the rock, and he's gonna signal the Jedi through the Force. But actually, this next episode ends up being pretty cool. Mm-hmm. We are introduced to another character from the past so stay tuned to find more about that Uh, any final thoughts guys on on this episode that we haven't expressed already um no no i found that actress who i was looking trying to think of (laughs) okay what who is that paula Patton. oh paula Patton. she used to be married to chris or uh alan thick's kid robin thick oh yeah Wow, you just you just know the names. That's man. why he's on the show. Yeah, you are. Pull those names out of his for the for the Robin Thicke <laughs> themes. Or isn't he a references. singer? Yeah, a pop star or something. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who Robin Thicke is, but I never. Who's Do you have the picture of Paula Patton? I don't remember. She's in Mission Impossible. She's in Which like one? Uh, she's one. Of, she's two or three back. Yeah, she's a. Uh, Part of the team. Part of the team, yeah. She fights. She's the one that gets out of the Ferrari or the Lamborghini. Yeah, in the one where they go to Russia. Oh, no, the Vatican. That's the one in the Vatican where they're trying to kidnap. What's his name? Robin Thicke. <laughs> no, Robin Thicke. <laughs> the, we were actually, it's the, ep, it's the one where we were talking about last time where they put the charge in their head. Um, is it that one or yeah. is it the next one? Yeah. No, because uh, that one has uh He's she's in she's in more than one. Yeah, yeah. So that's the one. And the main bad guy is the guy who was who's now since passed away. Um Oh Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. I thought that was the one that they they go to They the, went to Russia and all the I don't know. They kidnap him at a party. She goes into a in a car gets out oh yeah and they sneak Nicely in done. and they kidnap him out of the bathroom and oh. bring him into the sewers put him right. on a boat and drive out okay yeah i don't remember her in that though yeah she's in that one yeah. and then she's in the next one where some guy's trying to launch a nuclear bomb blow up the world and yeah. they're they at the end they're fighting in one of those car vending car machines vending machine. she Take gets shot i think in that one huh i'm gonna have to rewatch. Well, that's our, our other podcast that we're going to start, uh, the Mission Impossible, <laughs> Mission Impossible cast. Yeah, totally. 
since Tom Cruise is still making them, there's two more to come, right? Two? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. The last kidding. one. The last one's gonna be like a two-parter type, and that's gonna be the final uh, go around with Tom, at least. Good but for I, him. But I do like that series. That's that's pretty. That odd. is good. Pretty fun. But, anyways, so <laughs> chapter thirteen, the I Jedi, think just like Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the yellow dress. Yeah. She's pretty awesome. She'd be a great Leia. <laughs> a great, great what? Great, great Leia, Princess Leia, Leia. Princess, Leia. Princess Leia. I think you're right. So, anyways, she's great in that series. Um, but uh, thanks, guys, for uh, watching and listening to this podcast episode. Again, subscribe to our channel. We'd appreciate it. And uh, next up is, I forget what it's called, chapter 14. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> chapter 14, the the revenge of the bounty hunter or something like that. Are you just making that up? Yeah. So let's see. Here. Here, hurry, look it up so we can say it before we wrap things up. Play the, start playing the music. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, and I want to thank my wife. Oh yeah, and I want to thank my. I want to thank Grogu. I want to thank Din Djarin. But Blake's we will. Got, Blake's the guy, Blake's the name guy. I don't know. I'm Come not on. looking it up. Come on, statistician. I'm, I'm working on. I don't know. IMDb. I, I already forgot <laughs> what we're supposed to be looking. Oh, the name of the next episode. Yeah. The tragedy. The tragedy. Oh, the tragedy. The tragedy review. So I'm guessing this is the one. Oh, I know what happens in this next episode. Yeah. You want to give us a teaser? Uh, Without spoiling it? We see someone come back in this episode that we've been wanting to see in a long time. And, and it gave us a lot of hope. It gave us a lot of hope. We saw a teaser. <laughs> Again, another backdoor pilot yeah, for a future series. And we get to see, we finally get a big reveal of uh, someone who we thought was dead. Ooh, mysterious. And he was back. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. Uh, and we will bring that out uh, to you guys next week. So thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And may the force be with you.